Mulder. Why are we here? Are we looking for some strange aliens? I can't see anything. There has been reports of extraterrestrial presence in this area. I'm going to turn on the spotlight beam and cast around in the gloomy darkness. Couldn't couldn't we turn the light on and actually see what's in here? I mean, I know that's daft, but couldn't we? Just this once? No, it's it's dark and gloomy and scary and extraterrestrial, and we have to build the tension as we cast around in the corners. Come on, please, let's just turn the light on and see what it is. But, but, ratings and darkness and corners and... and turn the light on, Mulder! It's <sighs> the trouble with all sceptics. Ah! Hello, you're listening to Staggering Stories. Welcome and welcome and welcome again to this, the Staggering Stories podcast number... 90, I think. 90. Ooh, Ooh. Almost there. Yep. We're almost getting there, there, we're getting there. Yeah. Almost, almost there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm Crumbly. I'm Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. We have no fake Keith. No, no. no. She's at a council meeting, something very hush-hush and important. Oh, it's, it's a really oh. long meeting, because she wasn't here at the last order, time. Order, the order. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Rub, Got rub, locked rub, in. Rub, yeah, obviously. Rub, rub. Locked in setting. Crumbly. Cheddar cheese. Oh, you've been to a council meeting. Yeah, Yep, yep, yep. Has anyone seen my teeth? <laughs> Mr. Jelly, Mr. Jelly. <laughs> Sorry. Do we have to pay for saxophone lessons? <laughs> We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> what? I can say nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. On the grounds that it incriminates you. I can say nothing on the grounds I'll get fired. <laughs> ah, the uh, People's Republic of Greenwich. Yes. <laughs> Without further ado, flinging open the magician's cloak and waggling your wand at the information that is the news with El Presidente. Doctor News. Mark Shepard takes a last-minute role in Doctor Who. Not the Mark Shepard. Yes, Firefly's Badger. Badger. Yeah. Badger, yes. Mm. And amongst many other roles he's done in genre stuff recently. Yeah. Uh, he now, take- is he actually English, or is he just... Yes. Yeah, yeah oh, he's right. English. He is, he is. Despite the fake Cockney accent in That's Firefly, thought, I mean. he's English. I yeah. thought he was just doing a cool blimey gal. He's, he's a, a bad Mary Mockney. Poppins. I don't think he is Mockney. Oh, right. No. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I'm sure he's going to play American in Doctor Who. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there we go. He's taken at the last minute... Taking over a role in the opening two-parter of the next season of Doctor Who. Which, ironically, I think is set the one set in America. It, it? is, yeah. 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 Utah and wherever. According to US convention uh, Valley Utah Com... Utah Mormons. <laughs> 36. Shepard had to pull out at the last second from their event. <clears> as, a pre- <laughs> as a press release states... We had just booked a Mark's airline tickets a week ago and less than 12 hours later he got the dream job of any kid who grew up in England. And many kids here do. He landed a huge role in the new Doctor Who, but they needed him there the next day. There was no way we were going to stand in the way of that, and so Mark took a job with his deepest apologies. 
We will try to work out an appearance with him in the future and wish him great luck with Doctor Who. So I'm just wondering, have they run out of American shows for him to appear in? Now? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Must have done. Because yeah. he's, to my knowledge, it's been Firefly, Battlestar yep. Galactica, yep. Uh, Fringe, yep. Ghost Whisperer, Medium. Ah, uh, there's another one. I can't he's got to have been in one of the Stargate yeah. or Stargate spin-offs at some point. Yeah, I think he's been in The Mentalist. I think it's all yes. The Mentalist. Um, yeah. yeah, he's everything. Everything he's been in. A Chuck, probably, I don't know. God knows. Yeah, he's um, yeah, been in a lot, pretty much. Uh, Wouse 13, I think he's mm. been in. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's very odd. It, yeah. They needed him next day, so it does suggest somebody dropped out or was yeah. fired or yeah. something. Yeah, Some, something happened, happened at uh, the last minute. Yeah. yeah it we'll see. happens sometimes, though, doesn't it? They start filming something and the chemistry isn't right between well, yeah. the, the cast yeah, they, or what have actually you. actually filmed a whole episode. I mean, they filmed the first two episodes of Firefly mm. with a different Anara, I think. Or at least one mm. episode of yeah. the, the pilot. Yeah, with, 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 yeah. With the, filmed the whole episode with a different Anara. Yeah. Well, no, they, they had the same with Lord of the Rings, didn't they? They, they filmed yes. some scenes with a different actor playing Aragorn. Yeah. Yeah. And then literally chucked Spigon Walterston in. Yeah. And, yeah. and yeah, away cover. they went. And he became a bit of a standout character, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Okay. Doctor Who Australia to get it next day. Snarl, snarl. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do? Okay. I did you do? Australian sources are reporting that 2010 Doctor Who Christmas special will be a fast track to ABC televisions where it will be shown on Boxing Day. Ooh, That's going to make Reese happy. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. In previous years, the Christmas specials have taken a couple of months to travel down under. Well, you know, stroke the oars, you can only row so fast. Oh, yeah, true, true. With the end of time being shown in the middle of February. It's very festive. Mm. Not very mm. festive, really. The programme is expected to be shown in the UK on Christmas Day, although yeah. schedules will not be confirmed until the end of November. A fast track to the US and Canada is also likely. Mm. Well, happy for that. It yeah. would work because it it generally is Christmas themed in yeah, some yeah. way. So it it would... well, this one would definitely be it's Christmas Carol, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. So, so whilst more... I know that it's not snowing in Australia at Christmas <laughs> Day, but it still matches in that whole kind it, of mindset. It's yeah. probably not going to be snowing in England either. But... No, it never does. <laughs> Where were you last year? <laughs> South Africa. It snowed. Believe me, Did it? it snowed. I was <laughs> on the beach on Christmas Day. Mm. That's yeah. Hello. Anyway. <laughs> Next up. Avatar, the back-to-back beast. Oh. <laughs> James Cameron has confirmed that Avatar 2 and Avatar 3 will be filmed back-to-back. Mm. At a press launch for the Avatar extended DVD and... Ah! Yeah. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and Blu-ray in the States last night, he told journalists that... Our plan right now is to do two and three as a large single production and release them a year apart. In order to do that, we have to refine our technical processes beyond the end of where we were finishing Avatar 1, one a year ago. We need to future-proof ourselves out five and six years to the end of the third film. Wasn't there a Fern, Fern Gully 1 and t- 2 and I 3? I think there was maybe a Fern Gully 2. I'm so that's sure been rewritten then yeah. for... Um... <laughs> well, so I'm just hoping yeah. Avatar 2 and 3 has something unique and interesting and dynamic, like a plot. <laughs> yeah. Well, not lifted verbatim. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Who was it who wrote uh, Avatar? Who was it? it Paul Anderson or... Um... 
Gordon R. Dixon. Don't know. Oh, it right. was somewhat based on Paul Anderson, wasn't it? Mm. I think. Yeah, because I thought Avatar was the only novel. I mean, there weren't any sequels to it. It probably yeah, was, but yeah, then yeah, it became a blockbuster, yeah. which oh, then right. means it's irrelevant. Yeah, <laughs> they tackle yeah. on their own stuff, weren't they? Oh, yeah, right. Of course. Money, 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 money. No, I, I, I wasn't impressed by Avatar, even no. despite the 3D effects, and I'm don't think I'll be going to see these. No. I mean, personally, I want three hours of my life back for Avatar. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> did you hear the, the change of point, but on the similar thing, there was a woman in America that sued a cinema no. for, Why? I think it's like 40, 20 minutes or 40 minutes of her life, because the film is advertised at 3.30, and you sit there watching <laughs> all these clips, and she actually yeah. sued them for the time that was wasted <laughs> that it wasn't advertised. Oh, yeah. I don't Good know idea. how she's got it back or not, but I think in this particular cinema, it was up to nearly 40 minutes before you actually oh, got that, to the yeah, film. That, yeah. That's a bit, that's pushing it a bit. Anyway, yeah. V's plan for world domination cut short (laughs) the woes continue for ABC's beleaguered revamp of V according to Deadline when the show returns for its second season stateside on the 4th of January it will have to run for just 10 episodes Mm. 3 fewer than was originally planned since the series is still filming V producers will adjust the storyline for a proper season ending perhaps even a series ending Mm. Yeah, we knew it wasn't doing very well. I, it's a bit of a surprise you got a second yeah, season. Yeah, I, I wasn't. I wasn't impressed with uh, V when I watched it the first time. It was a bit disappointing. Yeah. It has promised, but get on with showing us the aliens. Yeah, problem. yeah. I mean, <laughs> little glimpses, it, not enough. I, I, I think it's sort of a, a, a crime against literature that uh, <laughs> Firefly didn't even get a full run, but something yeah. like this. I got know. into a second series. Fox. Yeah. They seem to have an idea of what they think should catch on and profit making, and they're willing to push that. And then other things that you sit there looking at going, actually, that really it's, is going to yeah. take off because it's not matching this kind of like idea of what. Yeah. yeah. Then it gets gets junked if it doesn't make it instantly we're not going to run with it yeah well it's like Firefly they killed it from the beginning yeah, you know? yeah they the, didn't even mm, try with it they no attempt put it everywhere they didn't advertise it properly I don't know I can't fathom spend all that money but anyway what else have we got we got Mitch Ben is proud of the BBC Doctor well, I, and I was thinking more Mr Ben I think he does mention it in his song yeah oh well it's a cracker Doctor and general BBC fan, musical comedian Mitch Benn, has released a song from his current live tour to buy on iTunes and watch on YouTube, entitled Proud of the BBC. Mm. This song is something of a rallying cry to those who fear for the future of an independent BBC. So um, I'm just thinking about that, uh, not the 9 o'clock news sketch. Yes, I'm going to sell my house and you know, give all the proceeds of the house to the BBC. God bless the BBC. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this song lists a good few of the classic series and personalities the BBC has brought to our TV and radios over the years. Check it out for yourself at www.mitchben, with a capital N, dot com. Naturally, Doctor Who gets a mention more than any other series. Uh. <laughs> it's very good. It's uh, well worth taking a, a look at it. Any other news? Um, no, I'm, I'm no, all a dum 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 out. Okay. <laughs> he does a very mad rolling eyes stare oh, there. Uh. Very disconcerting. Speaking of mad staring eyes, we've got to say hello to the head of Pertwee. Oh, yes. Hello, hello head, head of, of Pertwee. Pertwee. And cardboard cutout Grudel. Anyway, dear listeners, we've been watching television, haven't we? Ooh, lucky Ooh. us. Yes, maybe for my sick bed. Yes. Oh. <laughs> 
Your bed is sick. <laughs> yes. He's sick of me lying in it going, I feel very well. I want to die. <laughs> anyway, what have we been watching? Crumbly? Sarah Jane Adventures. Not again. The Vault of Secrets. Right. Sounds like a Harry Potter film, that (laughs) doesn't it? It 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 did kind of it ripped off one for its title and it ripped off another film for its characters a bit. Yeah. So, so give us a rough rundown, rough and ready rundown. Rough and ready. It's very much a continuity fest for Sarah Jane Adventures. We've got the return of Androvax mm-hmm. from last season, I think, was I think, it? Yeah. Uh, the Destroyer of Worlds. Yeah. Him with the big tongue. Yeah, big mm. tongue, and in, he takes over people's bodies. And yep. Lizard man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And his tongue flicks out of Sarah Jane's mouth. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to go there. No, no. <laughs> and also, it's a callback to the animated yes. series back, what was that, um, season three of Doc 2 mm. with Martha? No. It was in the middle of the specials. Didn't have Martha in it, it was just the Doctor. Yeah. It was the second one they did, not the first. Because he picked up an assistant at the diner. Oh, you're mm. right, it's the it's the 3D animated one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah the CGI right. one. Yeah. And it has a very, very heavy nod towards a certain Will Smith film. Yes. Yeah, the Men in Black. Because <laughs> they, they were in the uh, the CGI thingy. They were. Yeah. Yes. But there's more of a nod in this one than there was even in more, the yeah, Even yeah. more of a nod, yeah. And a lot of references to Terminator as well. Yes. Mm. But this one is much more of a, a fun romp yeah. than the last one. It's much more... I haven't watched all of them. The, mm-hmm. uh, of the What is it? The fourth series. I haven't watched yeah, a, three a lot of them. Bit of them so yeah. it's, it's more how I imagined it would be. Sort of a fun, light, light and frothy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romp. Yeah, this is much more in keeping with the previous seasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of comedy moments, particularly with um, Gita. Yes. Rani's mother. Yeah. The whole burps, burps. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is the uh, British UFO Research and Paranormal Studies Society. Woohoo! <laughs> healing branch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very important. <laughs> healing <laughs> branch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's basically the, the, it's the, like Harriet Harman you know, filing down all things. Yes. <laughs> Harriet Harman. Uh, no, Harriet Jones. Harriet yes, Jones. Harriet Jones. <laughs> the, the basic plot is Androvax has returned to Earth to save his, the remains of his people. Yeah, the planet is dead. Yeah, apparently he is the last of his species, the last so he of thought, his kind. Until yeah. he was on trial with the Jadoon, yep. and they revealed that a hundred of his people escaped from their dying planet and crash-landed on Earth back in... The seventies or yeah, somewhere, it was. somewhere around there, yeah. And they were taken captive by the, the men in black, put into this vault of secrets. What, what's the, they were working for the Shade Shade Consortium? Consortium, yeah, yeah. Who who have since been disbanded, so they're mm. now just looking after the vault. Yes, he likes it. Shades, he yes, likes he likes shades. Shades. And, yeah. Andrew Vax is not exactly firing on all cylinders, is he? Because he's been bit. Yeah. Yeah. And poisoned is dying. Yeah, because the, the marsh prison world that he was dumped had lots of poisonous snakies and he was bit while trying to escape. Yep. And there is no known cure. No. 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 So, see, he's slowly deteriorating. And then it's very much a run around. Yeah. 
lots of body swaps. Corridors mm. and body swaps. <laughs> yeah, as, as Vax is... Vax is is jumping into each everyone's body every now and again. Everyone gets a chance to, to be a possessed. Yeah, yeah taking them over. Yeah. Everyone everyone says the turn the spotlight. And basically, mm-hmm. Sarah decides that although he's a nasty guy, there's no harm in saving his people. No, no. And he's got one key effectively to this yeah. vault. Yep. And they have to find the other key because they can't open the vault that's being guarded by the men in black until they have. Both keys. Yeah. Which is where Burps comes into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eating branch. Eating yep. branch. Eating branch, yeah. As the leader of Burps was also abducted once by the men in black and had her memory erased. Yeah. yeah. The men in black think that she's a good custodian for the other key because she doesn't know what it is or the significance of it. it. Yeah. Her mind has been wiped. Yeah. As they did in um, Dreamland. Yes. Yeah. Uh, odd name for the two characters from Burps, Minty. Yeah, <laughs> and to keep the the theme of uh, River Song, Amy Pond, we have Ocean Waters. Yeah, <laughs> I, just, I thought that was a little was pushing, yeah, pushing it, a little it bit. just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. wasn't even written by uh, by Stephen Moffat. It's no. Phil Ford. Is yeah. it is it pushing it, or is it someone sitting there going, "Oh, for crying out loud, this is so blatantly <laughs> obvious. I have got to take the right Mickey out." <laughs> yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. But in, even so, in the context, I think it's pushing the uh, yeah. the boundaries of uh, of mm-hmm. um, stretching credulity. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Yes, stretching credulity. There were three men in black, which are androids in this yep. one. Yes, yep. as they were before. Yeah, and uh, Clyde manages to get two of them to shoot each, each other, other and blow yeah. themselves up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When are robots going to or androids going to be made impervious to their own weapons? <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> or are not going to fall for the face each other fire yeah. and the person jumps <laughs> out of the way. I, I, one. Think, yeah, I think I, I can understand them being in, not being impervious to the weapons because you want it. They want your weapons to destroy the most strongest thing you know, and if that's you, then yeah. But it's the jumping out of the way at the last minute. You would have think mm. you know they could at least be fast enough to track them and and whatever. Yeah, but they did seem to be the lesser of the the three. Mr. Dread, yes, the apparent leader of these three yeah. I don't think seemed the other, a bit smarter. The other two, I don't think, were actually named, were they? No, 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 no so, they, so we, they were we, his assistants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, they they could have been sort of downgraded, aut- autonomous. Yeah, sort of not quite as intelligent. And Mr. Dread at one point decides he's going to take away Sarah Jane's yes. sonic lipstick and everything else yeah. and wipe her memory all, because all of her mm, it's alien, alien te- technology. technology. Mm. Yes, because that's that was their original um, remit. Re- yeah, remit. That's why they're on Earth. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They, they were there to hide alien technology from Earthlings. Not quite sure why. Yeah, not sure it's ever explained. I don't think I that was. Ex- I don't think recently. that was explained in Dreamlands no. either. No. The secret vault is a dimensional vault, and when you, you open it, it's full of yes. really big spaceships yeah. and it, stuff. It, it, yeah. it gives it's access to Earth to another dimension because, mm-hmm. as you said, it's it's got a couple. Didn't recognise any of the ships. I thought there was not a, really. No, I thought there'd have been a couple like a, a, a Slovene ship or, or yeah. a Dalek saucer mm. in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, it'd have been nice to have a Dalek. It, it would have been nice. flying saucer yeah. at one point. It would have been nice, that but might be a bit too easy way of bringing them back later. But well, just the flying saucer. Yeah. Bit being the men in mm. black, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. But Andrew Vax manages to get on board his ship. The danger being, and start if the he engine. starts the engines, yeah. it's going to destroy the Earth. Yes, yeah, some, got, it, would, it would destestabilize the dimensional the, the warp lips. Or yeah, it's a bit, you know. Yeah. yeah. So being the good guy, he gets on board and starts his engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He doesn't care about the Earth. <laughs> Mister Dread connects up to the teleport system, which mm. has been deactivated. 
and using his own internal internal power source that should have been able to keep him going for five hundred years. Five hundred years, yeah. Uses his power to activate the teleport and beam the whole spaceship out into deep space. Yep, happy ending. Yep, except Mr. Mm. Dread is drained of all power. I think he's ninety-one. He's, he used up 91 years of serviceable life. 450. So 450, yeah. Yeah, in that one burst. That and one he's burst, been yes. going power for many years, so he's got 10 years maybe left. Or yeah. Whatever. I was a bit suspicious that she was going to adopt him. Now that they got rid of K-9, <laughs> that she was yeah. going to take him home with her, so to speak, and he was going to start working with... Sarah that Jane. would be good. He, he was a really he, good character. Is he fully functional? <laughs> <laughs> snarf, snarf. Mm, he's got but a yeah, big gun. Yeah. <laughs> he won, he won. I was very... I was impressed by the leap that they made from the cartoon series mm. to a, a live-action series, because mm. it was still the same character, still had the same abilities. Yep, and the green glows of the eyes. Yeah, and, 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 and the pulling off the hand yeah, and pull, yeah. re- revealing a gun that was much larger than the sleeve, but you saw it come out and then expand. expand yeah, it mm. was well done. Yeah. Oh, clearly played by a different actor. Yes. Who oh. voiced the... Yeah, yeah. Because if one thing, he didn't sound American. Yeah, it was because the original MIBs were American. But he was supposedly killed at the end of Dreamland, so maybe this yes. is a replacement, Mr. Dreamland. Could be, could be. I don't know. Or it could Ooh, be another yeah. section just there to guard the vault while they... It, it could be that all they're all in units and the leader of yeah. each unit is called... Mr. Mr. Dredd. Dredd. Maybe. It's like you'd have a major or yeah. what have yeah. you. Mr. Dredd, I mean, that sounds like the perfect sort of adversary for someone like Jason Ironheart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> but it, I was very impressed with the way he played it. Yes. Oh, yes. It was quite... He played it straight, but yes. there was a certain glint. There was a mm. sardonic humour mm. there. Yeah. Was it when Sarah Jane's m- making some quip about something and he says, I'm programmed for many things, but humour isn't one of yeah. them? Uh, yeah, you <laughs> kind of don't believe it. Yeah. And the bit where Sarah Jane said was his ancient car, <laughs> so he gets out and tracks yeah. the guy behind, yeah. rips the door off <laughs> in a very Terminator way. Very Terminator-esque. <laughs> and the, the guy says, you want to get a new motor, mate? Yeah. Thank you, I'll take the, that. Yeah, and rips the door off and, and thank you. just mm-hmm. runs out the other yeah, side. this one. Goodbye. Very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like the, the car, the original car was an old Humber, a mm. 1950s Humber. Yeah, yeah. Men in black style car. Yeah, yeah. Must have been quite hard to find, that, I would have thought, <laughs> in this country. Yeah. Well, the thing was, um, well, in the States, I mean, so, uh, the men in black drove around in brand new Cadillacs. Yeah. And this one it definitely said Humber over the boot. All oh, right. I'm mm-hmm. on the boot. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. yeah so but in America, pe- it'd be a Cadillac. Over here, it'd be a Humber. Mm. It was a period vehicle, a 1950s mm. yeah. period. It'll be a 1950s vehicle. Yeah. yeah. And again, we had Sarah Jane menaced by a disembodied hand. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I did like the thing moment. Yeah, mm. it's scampering on the floor because they they pull off their hands and mm. the, the guns come out of that. Yeah. So the hand was running around. So she actually got away from um, yeah. one of the had- bad guys, but dislocating mm. his hand and running yeah. off. Disembodied his, hand. His yeah. hand attached still- to her wrist. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> holding onto a wrist, yeah. yeah. Quite effectively done as well. Yeah, right? yeah. It didn't look like a fake hand no. too often. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. And he had Elizabeth Sladen hammy it up again. When Once she again was possessed by, by uh, Yeah, possessed I have back. to admit, the, these teenagers <laughs> hang around with her all the time and don't recognise she's possessed when she yeah. suddenly goes all cutesy and yeah, kind of, yeah. yeah, open the door for me. It's like, they think... I did notice she she used her possessed voice again and started yeah, yeah, talking yeah, like yeah. this. 
Yes. It's always the same with Sarah Jane Smith. I mean, when she's not being possessed, she's rolling down the slope of moderate inconvenience. I mean, <laughs> or being attacked by hands. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. being attacked by yeah, the, the, hand, hand. the hand of fear or the smell well, of fear. Last season, was, she spent yeah. most of the time being disabled in some way at the end of episode mm. one by being trapped in another dimension, yes, shrunk, well, in prison, or what yeah. have you. This mm. season, maybe it's going to be the she is possessed season. Yeah. <laughs> But to her credit, at least she noticed that Rani is possessed oh, yeah. immediately. Almost mm. immediately. Even though yeah. she wasn't hamming it up nearly as bad as <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Just slightly more strident. Yeah. See, this is it. They don't give me torture, but I'm going to ham it up. <laughs> yeah. And I did notice that uh, um, Gita remembered the Jadoon. Yes. Even after Moffat's. I know we can yeah. get around, but Moffat's yeah. wiping of all the alien invasions. She's yeah, I thought that. Still so, yeah. remembered the Jadoon. She remembered the Jadoon and and thing of Blizzard Man. And Vorax, yeah. Vorax, Vorax. Yeah, it is as if the Sarah Jane universe it's slightly, hasn't been affected by yeah. the cracks, same as cracks, in yeah. the same way that Doctor Universe has. But yeah. Who knows? But Gita's mind is wiped yes, by the, Mr. Dread. By the end of it, she's forgotten yeah. all about it. Yeah. And, yeah, so it's poor she, minty and ocean there. I get the brush off at the end. You can yeah. see even Sarah Jane's a bit slightly, slightly not put out but saddened that she can't. Mm. Yeah, she, reveal that's everything the to them. Like that. Yes, yeah. Mr. Dread, I need a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Very uh, Arnie and Terminator. Yes, who wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, <laughs> you assume that he's put back in the deep freeze. Yeah, so yeah. recharge his batteries. So, yeah, he might mm. he might yet pop up again in in the future. I hope so. He was yeah, because really it was a good character. Yeah. It was a good character. It's yeah. a stand. I think it's a standout character for Sarah Jane Adventures. Mm. So it hope- gave a lot more life to it than they did in Dreamland. Yes. Oh yeah. A yeah. Much better. Well, in in, in Dreamland, they were more of a, an incidental plot yeah, device. They were. Yes. Yeah. And it's nice to have a bad guy who isn't actually a bad guy. No. No. Because he's not. He's not the good guy. No, yeah, he he wants basically at some point he wants to shoot whoever's got Androvax in them, yeah. and he doesn't really care. And <laughs> mm. you know he'd rather kill them all than let. He's doing a job which is to protect the planet, so he's not the good guy in that he gets in the way. He's happy to eliminate people, but he's not the villain. And I quite he, like those characters that aren't black or white. He's a character <laughs> who, man do, who will do what needs to be done. Dumb. Yeah. And so not necessarily, as Sarah Jane would be the compassionate, good per you know, mm. what has to be done. He will do what needs to be done. Mm. There's a yeah. very defining difference there. Yeah. Overall, I was, again, I was very impressed with this one. It was a good, fun... Oh, yeah. Compared to the yeah. last one, this one was deliberately meant <laughs> yeah. to be yeah, the, fun. The, the, the last one was around. very dark. Mm. I, wouldn't oh, call, yeah. I wouldn't call this one frothy, but it was, was light and was, mm. was fun. Light heart. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I prefer these. The, the, the first one, uh, it was okay, but... As Sarah Jane adventures go, yeah. I prefer the light-hearted yeah. ones because yeah. it's a it's a light-hearted kids program kind of style. And yeah, yeah I prefer the ones that are a bit <laughs> tongue-in-cheek mm. and yes. yeah. yeah, to an extent can be silly in the way that Doctor Who yeah. can't be and and yeah, yeah. not, not flattered with all angst. Yeah, angst. Mm. you might not like the next episode then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I can't think why I might not like the next episode other than the plot. There's no reason why. Certain young actor. There's no one in it that's trying too hard that, that might make me... I will watch the next one, Calm honest. Down. Calm it's bit, down. It's a bit angsty and a bit... <laughs> it's a Russell T. Doctor one, isn't it? And, mm. and knowing how we went with the 10th Doctor. Yeah, there are... 
flashbacks to him, but yeah. I won't go too much into it because no, we're going to no. talk about it next time. But that's uh, for the next time. I, I was actually quite moved by the next episode, but we'll get on to that next time. <laughs> <laughs> Catch it while you can. I was moved as well, but not in the same <laughs> yeah. way. <laughs> it's him again. No. I haven't seen it, so I'm going to reserve. I've only seen trailers. No, I'm going to reserve judgment. I, I must admit, I haven't actually watched the episode uh, yet on CBBS. I've uh, only mm, seen mm, the trailer. I'm going to watch. It. I'm going to watch both episodes at once. So that'll okay. probably and be. Is it as much of a Quatermass ripoff as it looks? <laughs> uh, uh, With the rockets and. Uh, no, I don't think so. I don't know. I've only seen part one so far. Uh, anyway. Yes, Sarah Jenny Ventures. That was good. Before we go on to the feedback, we've got a nice little bonus feature for you, haven't we? Oh, we have. Mm, yeah, bonus so. time. Three of us have, anyway. Yeah, mm. yeah. <laughs> As you all aware, so all children in need is yeah, what's going to be upon us fairly soon. Mm. And Whee! we thought, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, so we thought we'd uh, include this little snippet from last year's Children in Need. Two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago. Yeah. Years ago. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. So we've we've moved to my TV room, hence mm. a slightly change in audio quality. Yes. <laughs> no echo. Co, echo. Co, co. <laughs> and it's a commentary of Time Crash. Oh. Mm. Yes. But don't worry, if you're not ready with your Time Crash, I'm sure you won't actually need to watch it as we talk. No. But it'd no. be good if you do. Yeah. Because it's quite short, and I'm sure we all know what happens in Time yeah, Crash. Yeah, yeah. Gabbling on. But if you are going to watch along to us, yep. we're going in five, four, three, two, one. Go. And then we go. go for a quick recap of the last couple of minutes of what was it? Um, last of the Time Lords. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it must it's, be because it's goodbye Martha. to Martha. Yes, leaving yes. as a full-time companion. That's it. Oshi goes into the setting sun. And, and this one, uh, there wasn't actually a gap. I think no. in the at the end of the last time, they put a him. gap in. Yeah, he went to him pressing the button and the Titanic coming through the wall. Yeah, but now he, he's. It's all a bit, we, a bit We had a little tricky. bit of yeah, vibrations, dimensional distortion. Mm, oh yes. Two of him, blurry screen, and a rather strange alert signal. It's more... Yes. Oh, OK. A, a horn. Yeah, a horn. Klaxon, yeah. that's what I'm looking for. Klaxon. So, yeah, this is all new. And suddenly... <laughs> it's David Tennant and... And... Peter Davison. Yes. Him with a round, it's, open... It's the look, the look and... Davison doing a what? They're watching each other. Yes. Mm. And opening credits. And slamming into the opening credits. Which, unusually, has two Doctors in the opening credits. Yes. It's the only time of New Who so so far. far, We've had two Doctors in the opening credits. David Tennant. Whoosh. And Peter Davison. Whoosh. Heels around, open and bland face. Yeah, yeah. Slightly rounder now than it used to be. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's temple shortage, you know. Yeah. The temple differential being shorted. God, I wouldn't make a good actor. Stephen Moffat. Got time crash by Stephen Moffat. Right. Yep. Before he became showrunner. Yes. <laughs> 
I, again, it's it's Davison's entirely belligerent attitude throughout the whole of this. Yeah, he isn't he? Yeah, I'm half a doubt at it too. Well, yeah, but Doctor Ten here, delighted to see, see his performance. Oh, yeah. yeah, bizarrely. It's just the anger attitude. I mean, he could never get on with himself. No, never. And it, it's strange that I, f- I find it slightly strange that he doesn't recognise Tenant as the Tenth Doctor. Why is that? Well, all the others have instantly recognised himself. The okay. second instantly recognised the uh, Sixth. Um, the various other Doctors recognise the Third. <laughs> so for some reason, he doesn't recognise himself. OK. Um... Which is... It's because he's been um, whatever <laughs> uh, by the time differential. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but glossing over that little bit, his his reactions, Tennant's reaction to his previous self. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Implying that uh, his younger self yeah. is getting uh, a bit of a board patch. This bit, the, the desktop mm, thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I have seen, I have seen someone doing an artist impression of a leopard skin oh, yeah. Tardis, oh, and yeah. I've got to try to find it and post it. The to Jackie it. Tyler Tardis. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure personally. I wasn't sure whether um, Moffat was writing for the Fifth Doctor here. It or David Tennant. Mm. Yeah. Oh, actually, the, 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 the Fifth Doctor lines didn't quite work for me. It didn't sound like uh, Doctor Five speaking. Maybe, I see what you mean. Um, perhaps it's more the Big Finish yeah, Doctor. Yeah, could be. Because he's but... certainly a bit more grumpy oh, yeah, than yeah, his he's original a, he's a, he's TV a lot, self. He's a lot more, as I said, a lot more belligerent here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's just been temporarily displaced, so I mean, it makes it makes and... a bit... Uh, Irritable, yeah. and he's gained a few years and a few yeah, pounds, so yeah. it's going to well, affect wonder, your mood, isn't it? I, I do remember reading with um, an interview with Peter Davison <laughs> advising David Tennant to get a larger suit in case he ever does come back. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for, uh, no, you're obviously going to put on a few pounds. You can't help it when you get older. No, no. Token from experience here. Oh, I know <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Talking yeah. back to Lover Monsters, and it's two minutes to Belgium. Oh, yeah, Belgium. And that's a, that is a good. <laughs> despite my complaint, that is a good line. There's a lot of good lines yeah. in here. Yeah, particularly in the minutes when we get to the point where the they know who they yeah. are. Yeah, some very nice moments, some, which you feel is very much more tenant yeah. than Doctor Ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's also interesting that he... It's a different console, but number five instantly knows what mm. buttons oh, to yeah. press. Yeah. I suppose you'd need to. Well, telepathic circuits. Yeah. Look at um, 11th Hour. Yeah, yeah. He walks in, completely new console. Yeah, straight He knows how to use it. Yeah. Again, he's done the bits and pieces that needs to be done. Again... He mentioned Zyton 7 crystal. Yeah. There's a lot of... A lot of little fan stuff. Yeah. In there. yeah. <laughs> Written by a fan. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. yeah. Half it here is being acted by a, a massive fan. fan. It, 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 
it is reveling in fan wank this little scene, and but it's beautiful. It is beautiful. It works. And it's a real shame that last year's Children Need and this year's Children Need won't have a special scene. Yeah. Yeah. All they've they have had is a preview of the Christmas special. Yeah, which is a shame. It's nice, but I'd rather have a special. Yeah, timey wimey. Whoops! <laughs> 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 no hand slap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. High five failure there. Yeah. <laughs> the whole stuff about the decorative vegetable and all yeah, that. yeah, a lot of wonderful lines, which are perfectly pitched yeah. and for children thing- in need. What's that? They still have this rubbish beard. No, yeah. Beard. <laughs> and a name for the woman who's married a gay man is called a beard. Mm. I didn't know that. Yes. But I saw this. Yeah, it was only explained to me afterwards. That what, I did. What that joke actually yeah. meant. <laughs> oh, and this definitely is tenant speaking. It, it, and, it, and Moffat. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Would a later doctor say you are my doctor? Is very very odd, isn't it? Yeah. It's very strange, but it's... Why not? It's all good fun. Yeah. And I... I, I suppose this is canon, but... It's... It, it, yeah. What, what does canon matter? What does it's it not, mean? Uh, canon, where who's concerned, it only ever pays lip service to canon. Yeah. They only use canon if it's convenient for the story. Yeah. But it's still a nice piece. It is. Today's really to come, good. my love to long ago. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, and then, of course, we have to start marrying it up to how we left it mm. the previous season. Yeah. There's there a wonderful, wonderful idea. Oops, Smash. There we go. And then back to where we were. Yeah, there you go. But it is a wonderful idea. Oh, yeah. And it, really good of them to do it. Yeah, yeah. I assume there was little or no money involved. Yeah, Most well, people it's... are probably doing it off their own back. Yeah, yeah. It's It's the standing sets. Yeah. Because it is for charity, it's yeah. a charity thing. Yeah, so it's a completely and they came voluntary. in and filmed on a Sunday, I think, didn't they? Yeah. As I recall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so it, it, it's convenient. Uh, interesting to note again with the making of this on uh, the DWM is virtually everyone turned up for the filming, yeah. even if they weren't meant to be there. Uh, yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah. It was done with such uh, reverence. Oh, yeah, yeah. But anyway, that, that's it. The country over. In, yeah, beautiful. Enjoy it. Watch it again and 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 you lovely people, you've been writing to us. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Mm, thank you, yes. Thank you. And thank you. And, and, and thank, you. thank you. And, and uh, thank you over there. Oh, and, and thank you. Yeah. No, just sit down. Thank you. Yes, thank uh, you. Real thank, you. Yeah, yeah. thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Not too much this time because we, well, we recorded two podcasts in one evening. Yeah, we're so we're falling asleep here. Have pity <laughs> on us. And we split the two... We've uh, split the feedback <laughs> between two. <laughs> we, we need to get a very long stick and yeah. poke it. <laughs> Never! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're making our own jokes up yeah. here. Real Keith has had too much coffee. <laughs> right, we have one here from Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah! She says, Greetings, staggering storytellers <laughs> and the assembled inanimate sidekicks. Yes. Once again, it's been a while since I dropped you a line. 
See, I was walking along when suddenly a blue police box appeared, which is bigger on the inside, and... <laughs> okay, I admit it. Real life caught up with me again. It does. I'm really enjoying the current series of Sarah Jane Adventures. That Midnight Man in the first episode was pretty darn scary. Mm. And I can't wait for the episode with Matt Smith tomorrow, Monday, which was today. On Friday, we got the news of Martin Freeman being cast as Bilbo Baggins. Yep. Bilbo. Don't. <laughs> I don't know about you chaps, but I'm really pleased by this. Yeah. I was grinning like a loon when I read about it. We know Freeman can really act. Sherlock yes. was enough evidence of that. And there's just something about him which, to me, fits with being Bilbo. The rest of the casting so far is great too. Richard Armitage definitely has the authority to be Thorin. And whilst I was surprised Aidan Turner being cast as a dwarf, yeah. as he seems a bit, well, young, <laughs> and it's different to his previous roles, I think the filmmakers know what they're doing and I'm curious about what they're going to do with this. Oh, yeah, um, personally, I think, see our, our ruminations on last podcast yeah. news. But, yeah. Plus, it's great that he's going to be working on such a big project as he is such a good actor. Mm-hmm. Should get his name out there. Mm. Also, I know they're not 100% confirmed yet, but the idea of Bill Nye as a voice of Smog. That's the dragon. Mm, yeah, yeah. Smog. Smog. And Sylvester McCoy as Radagast the Brown are pretty darn exciting. Mm-hmm. So all in all, I think The Hobbit is in good hands. Hope you're all well. The road goes ever on and on. And on. Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, yeah. Thank mm. you. Thank you. Yeah, it's interesting to see what else comes out with The Hobbit. Yep. Okay. We have something strange here from Benjamin Elliot. Hello, Mr. Elliot. Yes. Neighbourhood. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Coming soon from This Week in Doctor Who Productions in association with Staggering Stories, Mr. Dark and Company in Kill, Maim, Destroy, Cookie by <laughs> Benjamin F. Elliot. Story clip. Rough draft stage. Uh, okay. First character, George. George. Not sh- as I say, I'm not sure which George this is. We're assuming it's McFadden. George McFadden. Yeah. Yes. We at phony corporations have been very patient with consumers and their nauseating belief that they own things. We tried multiple video formats to keep products in certain parts of the world. We tried region coding. We tried enhanced region coding to defeat all region machines. We tried digital rights management. But you never listen. You always claim that you bought something and that you should be able to use it whenever you wish for as long as you wish. Well, you are wrong. Private ownership is a myth and always has been. We let a few eccentrics in the 18th and 19th century spout their drivel and allow you to believe it because it used to keep you docile and complacent. We own the products that we let you rent with money that the government loans you. Yes, when the government makes the money and stamps it, it belongs to said government. The society has been a form of the socialist collective. We were just too polite to point it out to you. There is nothing worse than hearing you peasants bleat on and on because we took away or changed something that we used to allow you to use. The products are ours. It is our decision. Given how you destroy everything, we ought to charge you when the products are not returned undamaged. Alas, like a spoiled child, you have gotten uppity and forgotten who's in charge. So we have to be grown-ups here and take away some of your toys. I will make a point by taking away the most insidious concept of private 
ownership in modern society. Gifts you receive from others. Switch to camera two so serfs can see what is happening when they misbehave. The camera cast of Father Christmas's toy workshop in the North Pole. Rudolph's red nose is starting to flash very quickly. Santa, my nose, so much pain! Father Christmas, Aka Santa Claus, Aka Saint Nick. Someone has surgically removed your nose and put this plastic thing in its place. Hang on, there's a tiny timer visible in the nose. It's a bomb! <laughs> Elves and reindeer start to run around scared. All toy production abandoned. Rudolph, get away! Save yourself! Father Christmas. There isn't enough time. Our only hope is for me to disarm the bomb before it explodes. How long do we have? Seven seconds. The full story is coming later this year. Ah. My throat hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Can I ask, was this a Doctor Who podcast or a party political (laughs) podcast? (laughs) (laughs) My throat still hurts. Have we been tweeted or emailed or anything? He's just checking. Mm, yep. My shoelace is coming. Well, it's not surprising because I haven't heard this one yet. No, no, not yet. And they haven't heard the last one yet. <laughs> no. They will have by the time they hear me saying that they haven't heard the last one yet. And but at the re- point at which we're looking at the tweets, they haven't heard the last one yet. But, but they'll get straight on their tweets and tweet. Yes. Unless, of course, they're dimensionally enhanced, in which case they can hear the last one when it goes out Jean. and come Jean. back and tweet us about Jean. it now. Jean. Stop. Right. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's it for this time. Yep. Quick yeah. Quick one. A mm. quick one, because we're knackered. Yep. <laughs> but yeah. we'll be back next week Ooh. with some more. Yes. Ooh. With the death of the Doctor. Yay! <laughs> Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, Jean. <laughs> only this one, though, isn't mm. it? It's only this one. Tell me there'll be others afterwards. Mm. Better ones. <laughs> Calm yeah. down, dear. It's only a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, dear listeners, if you wish to write in, complain, have a moan and a groan, or just comment on my silly voices, you are free. <laughs> feel free to do so at show at Staggering Stories dot net. Thank you. And so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. Ah. But never fear, in the next one, there'll be more of the same. More fun, frivolity and jollity. Uh. <laughs> more news and reviews, more who old and new. So, until that cataclysmic combination of cosmological cock-ups falls down upon us, <laughs> this is me, Crumbly, pulling out of the last second. <laughs> Goodbye. I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> You have been listening to a Staggering Stories podcast, Series 1, Number 90, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Gene Midler, and Keith Dunn. The views expressed here, those are speaker, and don't necessarily represent those who are speakers on the side. No copyright infringement is intended, and this podcast is now presented a production for www.staggerystories.net. There has been reports of extraterrestrial... Whatever. There's been reports of... Without further ado, flinging open the magician's cloak and waggling your wand at the... <laughs> <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> Can you waggle your wand elsewhere, please? <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. I tried to hold on to a quiet point. Would you like a glass of water? <coughs> No, I'm fine. Okay. Now my guts, my lungs have been exhaled. That was Gene's impression of the MGM line.
<laughs> Skinny old. <laughs> Shepard had to pull out at the last second from their event, as a pre- <laughs> as a press release states. Sorry. Stop singing and sniggering and read the report. <laughs> It's your own time. Take your face out of smut mode. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) You can't get the staff, can you? You really can't. Well, you said you said Mark Shepard had just pulled out at the last. (laughs) 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 (laughs)